0: All right, everyone, welcome back to A Certain Point of View. Jake Berlin here uh, with the channel. You can uh, play on Jake, Jake, Berlin, whatever doesn't matter, I don't care. Um, and I'm also joined by my co-host today, Mr. Brian Amosino. Um And we are back after a little week of a hiatus here. Uh, mainly my fault, we had a no, lot of no, no, things no, going no. on. Um,
1: I had parent-teacher <laughs> conferences. Uh, a,
0: lot, a lot of stuff was going on in our lives last weekend, and we unfortunately weren't able to do a show. Um... But we are back this week and we are very excited because we have a lot to talk about. A lot. Uh, we're going to be starting off with, of course, giving our quick thoughts on the throwdown um, that happened uh, two weekends ago. Uh, our reaction is up on the channel if you guys want to hear like our full, in depth talks about it, kind of reacting to the match as we go along. Um, we're just going to go over it very quickly because it happened so far, uh, so long ago. And then we're going to be getting into the three most recent matches. Uh, First is the final exam or final exam versus the experiment, the team's match. Um, And then we have Ethan Irwin versus Jeff Snyder, which happened this last Friday. And the one that we just reacted to, I don't think the reaction will be up yet because I believe I just got it on Patreon only. Uh, It's Chandru uh, versus Brandon Hanna. And so um, if you have not watched that match, you might want to uh, bookmark the show. Once we hit that point, come back to it after you've seen the match. If you're a patron... Awesome. We're going to go into depths on that one as well. Kind of reveal who wins and, and loses, unfortunately. Maybe I'll put sc- um,
1: screen tags in that way they can...
0: Yeah, we'll do some timestamps below below in the episode. Brian will take care of those. That way you guys can see where, where that takes place. Um, and then at the very end, we'll go over the points as, as of how they stand now, which will include the Intergeek, the match between Chanju and Brendan Hanna. So mm-hmm. um, let's dive into this. We're not going to go into anything about breaking news or trades or anything like that because mainly nothing has really happened at this point. Uh, we will... Kind of cover the free fraud towards the end because it is the next big thing that happens. But for now, we're going to get into the matches. Um, and we're going to start with the throwdown. The, the big schmoedown throwdown, the live event that happened this past or two weekends ago on Saturday. Uh, the family versus team corruption. Uh, so Andrew Guy and Drew McQueenie versus Mike Kalinowski and Chance Ellison. Um, a match that definitely lived up to the hype here. It, it was something that we expected it to be. Uh, you know, kind of went back and forth. Um, characters came out. Um, you know, this team went up, this team went up, you know, the whole, for the whole time. And it came down to, I want to say it came down to the final question and, uh, the family just weren't able to pull it. They were not able to pull it. Um, or excuse me, they answered the question and corruption answered their five point to win and they faked it like they didn't know it. And they answered the five point question to win, um, for, for the match. And they tied the team's record at 36 points. Um, and we can talk about the match, but the big thing that happened
1: in this match is that Drew McQueenie announced announces retirement. Thoughts? The big thing was that Corruption won, <laughs> and is now going to take out the founding fathers.
0: Oh, but that's a, that's
1: a discussion for another day, my sir. But um, yeah, McWeeny leaving. Uh, I mean, part of me, part of me, believes it. Really? Part of me doesn't. Yeah, I don't believe it. Um, I, I mean. I have a hard time believing it, mainly because that is the second player on that team. Now that is the team that has both retired and will more than likely come back. Second, uh, these people make split-second decisions, <laughs> and I I would not be surprised if he'll end up on a different team. He will be with a different partner, something like that. So I don't I don't particularly see that. Lasting very long, if at all.
0: I do think that it might last long, um, strictly based on the fact that we've seen, like you said, we've seen this before and it happened. It turned around very quickly. Um, I do think that Christian is someone to write a story for someone to for, like Drew to leave uh, for for uh, quite a while. Um, and we also have to, to keep in mind that we don't know what happens, what's happening in our personal lives.
1: Yeah, these They're, people have. Their own lives. To there, live outside there could of this.
0: be something going on with Drew, like maybe he got a job offer, or maybe he's going on vacation for a while, or something where he's just going to be stepping away from the game for a little bit. And they wrote that in, and he comes back later on.
1: Yeah,
0: um, very well could be the case, but it definitely shook the league because um, the reason why he retired is because his manager wasn't there, who yeah. is his ex-partner, who is Sam Levine, and if I'm not mistaken. Um, the only match he's showed up to this this year has the, been the Janine Machine match, correct? I I believe um, that
1: sounds right.
0: And so obviously you have your number one picks going, you have your ex partner going, your ex champ. Um, you have Andrew Guy, who's not no longer the dastardly Drew Guy, but the debonair, debonair. or I forgot what Shannon Barney called him at the at the uh, beginning of the match or the end of the match. Um, uh, debutante. debutant is what, is what she I'll called say, him. Yeah. Um, so I am surprised that he wasn't there. Of course, we have to keep in mind that, one, personal life, two, he just got engaged to Rachel Cushing. Yeah, So they very well could be doing something on vacation or just stepping away. Who knows? But Christian, of I course... I could have been
1: filmed the day that that happened exactly, for all we Exactly, exactly. And, of
0: course, Christian being the Christian that he is, he writes in a story for yeah. it. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out because it was only the first match. It wasn't two, three, four, five matches in. It wasn't in the team's tournament. It wasn't a title fight. It was just a match, and it's it was at the time it was filmed. It was February of 2020, yep. and so um, I'm very interested to see how it happens. Like I said, I do think I I would have to disagree. But I think that it might play out a little bit longer than normal um, because he's such a powerhouse of a player, and to see that happen and then turn her back around quickly would be like oh well then why did it happen? It's like I give it like a month and a mm-hmm. half. So that's a good enough time, but again. We also have to keep in mind as a when will the next time we see them. It could be a month and a half the next time we see them and you know, so that I, all plays into it.
1: I if his partner wasn't Andrew Guy, I would say yeah, it could last longer. But Andrew Guy is in a lot of stuff. People love him. Of course, he's hilarious. So I don't see that being a storyline that people like want to not see. Not see. So I'm with you. About a
0: month and a half. I'm I'll, with you. I'll just okay. Say fair enough. Um, any last thoughts on corruption versus the family? Obviously, corruption getting the number one title fight or number one contender uh, fight against founding fathers. Uh, match has not been announced yet, but more than likely it'll be a live event. Unfortunately, they're postponing Houston because of yeah. worldly issues. Um, but I imagine it'll either be the next live event or the collision that they're announcing. Um, in replace of this, just so no win. And so thoughts on that? I know that. I mean, we don't need to go into we thoughts. Know. We know what's gonna. We be know what I'm here. gonna
1: say. Can't wait for them to see the, them take those belts. Yeah, like it's it's not gonna happen. You yes, it is. First, nope. so
0: like I said earlier, that's a discussion for another day. Um, but yeah, let, let's get to the, let's move on to the next match because we have a lot of stuff to talk about, and that is a a really interesting match that we had here for uh, Final Exam versus the Experiment. Uh, we had swag versus corruption, Paul Yama and the new Lon Harris versus Elliot DuBerry and Mark Hoik. Um And so, you yeah, know, I I'm mean, look, that. yeah, Hoik. Th- it's is such, such a cool last name. <laughs> um, uh, obviously, the two big things to come out of this match are on the swag side in Paul Yama and Lon Harris being two completely different players than they were just months ago. Yep. Um we know that characters can change and that people can change, but Yama legitimately looks like he has actually changed as a human being. I know. Like he looks like a different actually person. actually changed as a human being. And yeah. it may be the sunglasses and the jacket are off, he's no longer a part of the dungeon. I don't know. But I gotta say this. I think it's better for the league because he is if he plays like this, like where he's kinda a little bit more free, he's teamed up with a delinquent player in Lon Harris, you have Winston as a manager. Um, it could be a very fun Paulo Yama to see who's a little bit more relaxed, and that's kind of where the strength of movie trivia comes from. We could see him become even more stronger than he was before, which is scary because he ran through the league. He was, uh, he was a rookie who went undefeated to win the belt. Yeah, like never been done before. No, oh. and he beat Dan Real to do it, and so seeing that even more heightened is very scary for the future.
1: Yeah, I was not a fan of him. I loved the whole dungeon team and stuff but i still just wasn't a huge fan we love to hate him we love to
0: hate he's one of those guys where we love to hate him he
1: wasn't a character that i really like found myself cheering for the second he went normal i really i liked his Uh new i don't even want to say it's character it seemed like it was just being him just him yeah um and like the new prime time yeah i like that whole because he looks like just a normal He's only twenty-two years kid, old. I know, or however
0: old he is. So yeah, he's like just some years. normal
1: kid that knows a crap ton, and okay. then it also lets that play into more fun with Lon Harris's character. So good. Uh, so good. Take the earbuds out. Yeah, it's like so it's, good. Yeah, but I I really enjoy his character and found myself cheering for him a couple mm-hmm. times, which is against corruption, which I don't usually do. But just his likability went so much. I agree up for me in my opinion
0: now they I the last time I had this feeling and it wasn't that long ago but the last time I had this feeling about a team was when Shazam got teamed up yeah when uh Brennan Meyer and Bibbs teamed up together and they're they're currently my favorite team now that no longer that now that Shirewolves are no longer part of the league um I love Shazam I just love what they're all about like they have fun they know movie trivia they're showmen, which is exactly what you we know, want. They're not necessarily showmen, but their characters are so off base from each other that yeah. they work. It's like this weird melding. They're two nerds that work very well together, but in an enjoyable way. And that is complete credit to Winston. He knows what he's doing. And I think it's also a little bird in his ear chirping with Jay Washington, obviously, you know, having the experience of doing it before. We haven't seen him on camera doing it. But I think Winston being there and kind of, giving this different outlook, this more vibrant, positive outlook than someone like a Kaiser. Yeah. Kaiser's very aggressive, right? He's loud. He's obnoxious. To the point. Yes, yeah, Winston, like, they're dancing on their intros. They got the drip, drip thing going on. I mean, you have uh, someone like Chandra in your corner. I mean, the, it just seems like it fits Paul so well. And then, obviously, you have Lon Harris, who went from the professor, like, like Mark Ellis said, he went from teaching the classroom to the guy in the very back of the classroom. Yep. Um, and he became like this hobo-ish type of a he's character, a and it's incredible the turn that he made in such a short time and how loved he is. Like, Christian was right when he said, he's like, he instantly became one of the fan favorite characters in one match. Easily. And yeah. it's awesome because, if you don't know this, a little BTS, um, Lon Harris is the one that came up with the character. He pitched it to Christian, and this is the reason why it's all happening.
1: Yeah, and um,
0: genius. And I love it. It works. It's weird. It's, it's so funny. It's It's such a different vibe because sometimes you watch these, like, for example, uh, corruption versus the family, right? Or corruption versus founding fathers. It's so serious. Yes. It's so serious, and it's like I get it. Look, this is the sport. This is what it is. Some teams do that. That's just what it is. But I. That's why I love Shazam so much. Is because they're so free and open to just the game and the aspect of it. Yeah. And it seems like Final Exam is kind of doing the same thing. And again. I really do think that it's a large, large, in part credit to, to Winston and a little bit of Jay Washington.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's for them to put those two together and it it working like that. It's in just it, the first match
0: because we talked about it match. with with Paul and Tom and the Den. How it didn't really work. No, it just seemed to work like right off the bat.
1: Yeah, those two like had a flow from the beginning, and it could have been just like everyone seemed to be having a good time. Mm-hmm. Maybe not mark hoyt just because that's his <laughs> well he was I'm having sure, a good time in his own way yeah i'm sure but like i don't know it was just it was a lot of fun to watch and it was probably one of the most fun matches that i've seen in a long time i you. was laughing i agree the whole entire time especially with what corruption is doing with elliot dewberry oh yeah there's oh torturing. my god torturing he, like it's so funny. It's so funny. He just, he has no business being on that team, and he knows it, but it's just so funny.
0: Yes, it, it could have it could have gone two ways, where Shannon, yeah. obviously, at the awards, drafted him in spite of, of Winston drafting Makuga to break up the Wildberries, oh, right? And she could have been like, okay, I made the move, now we're going to do what we can to win matches. Yep. But instead, she goes the other route, and she's like, I picked him. I'm going to torture the hell out of him for the yeah. entire year. Because guess what? Wildberries don't fit on this team, and I'm oh. going to make sure he feels it. Yeah. And it works, especially teaming him with someone who is as dark and scary as Mark Hoyt. It's just... <laughs> it it Like Final Exam, where it works in a weird and quirky way, this kind of works because they're both relatively good at movie trivia. Yeah. But the reason it works is because they're so opposite at movie trivia. And the weirdness of, like, Elliot being scared. Like, he spun a, he spun opponent's choice, and he was terrified. He, like, didn't know what to do with
1: himself. And it just, it's funny because we don't have a team like that in the league. No, you don't. And I don't think we ever really have where you feel like you're watching this kidnapped person. Exactly. <laughs> That's a perfect way to like, say it. Like, yes. just, like, compete for his life. <laughs> and it's just, it's so funny. Like, I know they lost, so it makes it, like, more difficult obviously to play them but i hope we see more of them just out of the sheer storyline that is one of the best storylines and then you got shannon afterwards saying like so you talked to makuga lately yes yes he's busy with the show She's, she's
0: slowly digging her claws and it's gonna be interesting like if if obviously we can kind of picture as to what's gonna happen um if we do see more of them and there are more scenes like that we could see a corruptionized Elliot Dewberry by the end of
1: 2020, which would be amazing to see. This is what I'm praying for. <laughs> he eventually turns evil and has to go against Makuga yeah. and his partner. Yeah. And Makuga just being like, no. Yeah. Just like, 100%. I would pay top dollar to see that just out of just pure comedy. Of- well, and
0: Makuga on the afternoons this past week, he said, he, he said he's like, yeah, I miss Dewberry. Like, I miss him, and yeah. so it's playing into everything, and I, I would, I I hope we see more of them, because I want to see that match where, even if it's just like a Patreon match, I want to see that happen, where it's a, a corruptionized Elliot Dewberry versus a swag Josh Makuga. Like, oh like Makuga be... trying to give him a beer, he's like, no, I don't want a beer. Just, I could just see him like in like <laughs> a cloak, and yeah. just like, yeah.
1: pure evil, just like, oh my god, that would be the best, the best, I cannot Hopefully. wait.
0: Christian, if you're watching this, or listening yes. to this. Please make that happen. Oh, that would be God. incredible. Uh, all right. Any final thoughts on
1: final exam and the experiment? No. Final. Is, final exam is scary mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Scary good. And uh, I mean, honestly, Dewberry and Mark Hoyk were Mark not. Hoyk! Yeah, we're not slumps either. No, not at all. Not so at all. Um, they missed a few questions that if if they
0: may have just taken their time a little bit more, they probably could have pulled.
1: Probably. Uh, so. Really curious to see where these two teams go and especially uh, final exam there's they're gonna be a thrill
0: I mean I'll hold off until I see them again um, or until they face someone who maybe is a little bit higher of a caliber team but I, I would I would feel comfortable saying that this they could be the new Shazam where they kind of just move along through the year through the teams play play their game. And we see them at the end, possibly in the tournament or spectacular or something, making some noise. Yeah. Um, I won't say that they're going to win the belts just yet. Uh, but, yeah. but remember, P- Pollyama is a former champion. Lon Harris has the knowledge to be a champion. You team them together, together and you find the, the commonality of, of having a little bit of fun. It's a dangerous combo.
1: Very dangerous. So, looking forward to it.
0: Cool. All right. Well, let's get to our final two matches here. First up, we have the major singles match that happened this last Friday. Um, and that is Ethan Big Time Irwin versus Jeff Vian Snyder Snyder, um, Burning Drews versus uh, the Rock Stars. Um, and I'll, I'll say this as well: these three matches that we've been talking about so far, Brian and I both were on opposite sides. Yeah. Um, strictly because Brian took the corruption matches because he's going to go corruption all the time. Um, I went with what I felt was right, and I chose the family he and went final with what exam
1: he felt was right. You're moral
0: compass. Um, and so we were on opposite sides on all three of these. And so I took Ethan, or I took Jeff Snyder in this one, excuse me. Yeah. And you took Ethan Irwin strictly because you're just a major fan of Mr. Robert Meyer Burnett.
1: Uh, I wouldn't say because of that. I just, when I met them at awards, like Ethan. They were more friendly. Yeah. I sat there and talked to Ethan Irwin and he, he knows his stuff. And like, he's someone you can never doubt ever like yeah he's not around as much but like he still regardless he still knows his stuff and well so
0: spoiler if he, if he wins like this he doesn't need to be as around as much only no. when his name is called
1: yeah so um i just kind of went more towards favoritism of of that side um but yeah that's yeah that's why yeah to.
0: so uh this match unlike the previous two was a little bit of a twister here um they both started off very hot right first round was very good for the both of them um, if I'm not mistaken as I'm scrolling and I just hit an add while I'm scrolling through just nice. like our reaction nice I know um, they're making that coin yes exactly they they didn't they, neither of them went perfect perfect if, I don't, if I'm I don't not mistaken so. um, but Snyder came out on top in the second round and he had like a he, I think he had like a five point lead or something it was
1: like. a it's just, it was and, a nice lead
0: Um, and so we're like okay like this is kind of not what we were expecting you know Snyder came out hot he was driven he was there he was ready and all of a sudden the table's turned, and um, Ethan hits all three of his, his third-round questions, right? He pulls that fifth-round, or that fifth five-point question, and Snyder gets up. He's all kind of flustered because he thought he had it. Um, he didn't think he had it. It was the killer joke question with Matthew yeah. McConaughey. Um, and so Snyder now has to answer his questions, and he gets that dreaded five-point question about the 1980s, uh, who narrated World War or. Part one of a World War Two documentary. Yeah, And he's just sitting there, and Old Snyder kind of comes out a little bit, right? You kind of see him get flustered. Yep. He's a little pissed off. Um, his mind gets off the game a little bit. He uses a JTEs like he should have, but it didn't seem like he was really thinking it through. Unfortunately, he couldn't pull it. Uh, Ethan Irwin comes from behind and wins by one point yeah. in the closest match we've seen by far this year, and the match that we were kind of expecting. Um but I'll be honest, I was surprised because usually in the third round, when someone has that kind of lead, it doesn't usually get overcame. No. Ever. No. And so I was, especially with with a caliber player like Snyder, or even Ethan Irwin as well, and so I was definitely surprised to see Irwin come out on top of that one.
1: Um, I, I mean, obviously that's who I picked, but the way it was looking, it did not look good for Ethan Irwin. And then it's just... It's one of those things you know one question more than someone and it wins you the game mm-hmm. snyder was visibly pissed very upset because obviously it came down to that one question and he knew he had him 75 if not more percent of the game and then one question took the win from him and it's it's unfortunate it's where where the coin falls but it's it happens it it sucks to be winning the whole or majority of the time and then one thing one thing and he knew erwin's questions too and that has to be even yeah and that just has to be even more bitter tasting knowing that you could have answered those ones but then you get yours and it's what causes you to lose so but yeah i agree with you he did whether or not he actually even knew what he was taught the question was the movie whatever it was you never know you don't know if that is something he's even seen if he had more time he wouldn't would or wouldn't have pulled to me it seemed like he had no idea what documentary as, so, as soon as he said 1980s he was flustered yeah he, he knew instantly absolutely. like it was a question that more than likely he had no chance of answering exactly um i'm for me it's hard to say that he could have if he had more time gotten it. it didn't seem like he knew it at all um but i mean he maybe could have just pulled a the name out mm-hmm. of someone from that time period if he would have just kind of relaxed a little bit more but again if you don't know it you don't know it yeah. you, you can't you can't pull the right answer not knowing it without i mean without a luck of a miracle guess but i mean yeah it's it sucks because he he could have had that game that could have been his it but was his it, it,
0: he play he played the better game absolutely
1: he played the better game uh, but again Wherever the dice rolls, it's and that's why he was so visibly pissed off. Yeah, he. he we got that, post, fir- that post interview was amazing. We got our first beep. Oh, it was from amazing. His, so uh... it was so
0: good. We flipped the camera off and everything. <laughs> just walked off. <laughs> uh, I was mistaken, by the way. They both went perfect. In the first oh, they round. did. They both went yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. So um, yeah. It just it sucks, but it it it's what happens. And l- look,
0: I mean, he he loses right, and we've talked about it, and we're going to continue to talk about it. If you lose this year, your chances of continuing and getting more matches dwindles. But a name like Snyder, there's no yeah. way we're not going to see him more in singles. He's going to be there at the end of the year. He's going to be competing still. Yeah. Um, uh, we don't know if he'll be at the free-for-all free still. I know he backed out of the live event. Hopefully, uh, I think he said he's doing no. this. He's not going to do it for sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so that's unfortunate because I always like seeing him in the free-for-all because that's something that he can thrive in. Absolutely. Um, that kind of atmosphere. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, definitely a match that you know, uh, I was hoping with the other way, but a match that satisfied the um, competitor, the, you. the the hype to it, I guess you could say, okay. uh, because you have names who Ethan Orwin, a uh, former champ, right? He wrecked through the league to win the title. Lost to Dan Maron in live event. Signer's always been on the cusp for that singles title. Yeah. He's won the teams twice. He's been on the cusp He's of singles. He's
1: definitely someone you don't sleep on.
0: Exactly. And I wanted to see him kind of take that leap forward because I always felt like he had it, but this Snyder where he kind of gets frustrated starts to come out, and that's kind of where I feel like that hurts him so much to where I don't know if he'll ever have a shot at a singles belt because of that reason. Because he doesn't have a drinko there to kind of balance him out, right? And it's such a different style of game. I think he fits so much better in teams. Not to say he can't do singles. No. But because of it's such an individual game, if he thinks one thought, his yeah. game's over. And Ethan, like he's cheering him on. Like, that's a whole different side of the game. Like, Ethan's that way as
1: far yeah. as a competitor. Snyder will never do that. And I think that side of the game kind of gets to him. Yeah. It, I mean, it sucks. It happens. You move on. Uh, if he was a lesser name, I would say his chances of being seen as probably slimmer. But he's a name people know, people like. He's not bad. He's part it, of the
0: Rockstars. Yeah. and People love
1: the Rockstars. Again, he was pretty much winning the game. The mm-hmm. score does not reflect the game. If, yeah, he was up 19 to... I want to say like 19 to 14 after the second round. Yeah. Which is unheard of. If we looked at it from like the game versus the score, he would have you would pick him every time almost. But it happens, and you move on, and you rebound from it. So...
0: Yeah, alright, well let's uh let's move on to our final match that we're gonna be discussing here. And again, like I mentioned up top, um this is a spoiler discussion on the Chandru versus Brandon Hanna match. Um we got it uh through availability on Patreon, and so we're gonna be discussing it because this is the only time that we're gonna be doing the show this week. And so if you have not seen the match, warning you now. Again, Brian will tackle the timestamps below, so you'll see what we talk about we next in the like
1: yeah, we like some right.
0: kind of siren or something, or a little sign or something. Um, but yeah, so you have been warned. Just, you have been warned. Um, all right, so Chanju and Brandon Hannah, our first to match of the year. Yep, We have Swag again versus The Den. Den coming back after a few weeks off. Um, uh, two, a match that, look, they were one-on-one against each other. Uh, they only had one match that was directly against each other. And Chandra took that match, so there was definitely a little bit of a rivalry going on between these two
1: players. A lot of ish talking.
0: Yes, exactly, and it was a really cool uh, friendly ish talking. A lot, a lot of fun intro promo beforehand. Um, Chandra has always kind of battled that line between heel and face. Um, he's much more of a face player, but he battles the line a little bit with
1: some of the things that he says. I wouldn't say so much heel. It, it's almost to me like a like, to, I get like overexcited, energetic kid that doesn't know. What to say or when to <laughs> Not say? Not what to say, but like, says stuff, and then in the in the, it sounds like good in the in the moment, but it's like when you look back, you're like, oh, that might have been a little bit mean. But <laughs> That's Yeah, fair. I, yeah That's I don't fair. to say him being a heel, I, or even close to it. I I don't know. I think I it's guess, just more like that energetic kid that says whatever comes to his mind. I guess we'll have to wait to see what happens. So,
0: um, but I, yeah. We, we went into this league, or this match, excuse me. Um, this is the one that we both decided to choose Chandru on. Yeah. Um, we we went on the same side of this one. We both chose swag, and it ended up being the right choice because yep. Chandru did not miss a question. Um, he ripped through his questions in his category of Star Trek in the second round. Um, neither of them went perfect in the first round. Uh, no, no he excuse went perfect, me. He Chandru went perfect in the first yeah. round. You are correct. And so, uh, not. We aren't surprised by the victory. I'm not. But we are surprised no. that it was TKO. At least I am.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Brandon Hannah seemed almost kind of off. Flustered a little bit, maybe? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's hard to say he was off because, I mean, he only missed one question in the first round. But, like, once it got to the wheel, I think, honestly, I think – Once he got to his turn in the wheel, after seeing Shantru just burn through uh, his category, it almost was like, crap, I'm going to have to be like perfect to do this. And maybe he got into his head a little bit because his demeanor kind of changed. It almost went from like, like ready to go to just kind of like, I don't know. Like, that, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but I think, I mean, Shandrew is one of those people, like, he's gonna know it, Mm -hmm. for the most part. So you need to, like, be prepared to be behind at some point, and not let that fluster you, and I think that kind of hit Brandon a little bit in this one, because, in my opinion, I mean, I could be completely wrong, I don't know what he's thinking, but it just seemed like... Him seeing Shandrew burn through that Star Trek like he did, just literally like question for question for question. I mean, he was even saying like that one question, what was the year? He knew the date 2066. Yeah. And he was like uh, April 5th or whatever Mm -hmm. it was. And it's just like that messes with that would mess with me. The fact that he's just tearing through these categories, even the multiple choices he was getting right. Um, and he stole points from Yeah, so him.
0: it was 11-9 after the first round. Chandru, uh he spun Star Trek, stuck with it. He ended up uh, at 19 afterwards. And then Brandy Hanna Hannah went up and uh, spun the wheel. He and landed on DCEU movies, mm-hmm. which is a strength. But Chandra walked away with two steals for one yeah. point, ending up at 21. And so the match ended at 21-18. Yeah. Um, but Brandon Hanna had 16 after the second round, so he didn't score very many points.
1: Yeah, it's dem- it could be demoralizing, and that could be what makes the difference in your game. And, I mean, he even said in the post-interview, like, I knew those answers. Mm-hmm. So maybe he got into his head a little bit, and... It affected the match and his performance.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I, I I've seen ve- we've seen very little of of both of them. They, you know, Chan-Ju was three and two beforehand, and Branahanda was only two and one. So they're they're relatively new, um, and we have to remember these Day matches for for the past few years have been spaced out so far apart. Yeah, it's hard to remember you know, what they do unless they're name like Kevin Spencer or Kalinowski. Just yeah. like, just let's, fa- let's face it.
1: If you're under five matches, you're relatively new.
0: Yeah, so, um, the, but these two, out of all the other Interkeetan players, right, along with like a, a name like an Adam Lovick or someone like that, um, they've been making a name for themselves because they have this little rivalry going yep. on. Um, I think that for the time being, the rivalry is squashed. Um, I think Chandru is, has now proven that he is someone that could could really make massive noise in the yeah. Eater Geekdom division this year. Um, and he said it afterwards. He said that having the faction and most and most of all Winston on this corner is so different because it all was you just have him. to do is trivia. Yeah. It's all, like You can let your manager do everything else in the league. All you have to do is trivia and worry about the answering the questions. And like he said, I don't care if I, even though he was kind of like a contradicting himself, I don't care if I win or lose. I just wanted to answer every question correctly. Which is what he did. Yeah. And most of the time, like you said on the reaction, that's what's going to get you a win. Yeah. Um, And so if he continues to do that, I mean, he could be the one that we're talking about at the end of the year for going up against someone like a Smets. Absolutely.
1: I mean, he went against Smets.
0: And And took him to the brink.
1: uh, Lost off of a five-point question. Uh So, I mean, to say that he doesn't know his stuff would be stupid. To say that he isn't going to be a top performer, you're you're kidding yourself because this kid, know, he told us at the wards, like, he's like, I'm coming for the belt yep. this year. He's ready. Yeah. He's 100% ready. So, um, I, if anyone takes him lightly, they should be worried because he is going to be a wrecking ball through this league. And having a group of people, a team, and a manager is only going to help him. He... He was doing all he was doing by himself. Yeah. It's only going to get better when you have people there to support you. And if that's the case, people need to be scared. Or at least not take him lightly because he is going to run a perfect game on you. If you slip up, it might cost you a win. Yeah, and like I said on the reaction, I talked about
0: how 2020 seems to be the year of like this new crop of players coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this just kind of crossed my mind, but we had talked you keep about saying the the new guard. Well, new guard. That's yeah. That's I, I like that term a little bit. I talked about earlier with Final Exam how they're so different from the Team Corruptions and the Founding Fathers, and like they're very much they're similar to Shazam where they just kind of go out there, they have fun. They're my
1: real rejects to do that too. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, and that plays into what I'm about, I'm about to say. Oh, perfect. 2020 isn't just the new. It doesn't seem to be the year of the new guard. But it also kind of feels like the year of like teams who are almost like the show people of the league, right? You have, you, know, you mentioned the real rejects, Final Exam, kind of playing into the characters, right? You have Shazam still. Then you go to the Interregnum, who's super serious and always at the top. You have the Count and the Spets, who's coming right off their heels, who are very popular and have the character aspect. Chanju and Robert Parker, right? You go to the singles, you have some characters there who are taking a little bit more fun. They're having you know, a good time with this league and get the character aspect of it. And they're coming for everything. It almost seems like the league is kind of turning over a little bit. Where all these super serious players, they're still there. But if they don't look out for these more fun, relaxed players who are out there to have fun and kind of just do their thing. It could be the time to where all these players start to shifting gears. Yeah. And we see this league where there's like parties and entrances and dances and like all these crazy things going on and all those players have belts around their shoulders. Yep. Like that would be really fun to see in my
1: opinion. Yeah, you could definitely see where it changes where these super serious, super focused, like taking it very serious people start to be the lower end in these fun, energetic, loose kind of people. It might be a head game too. Yeah. It might get into their head a little bit. I mean, the ones that take it more serious at least from what I feel we've seen this year are the ones that have been ending up losing. Well we just talked about Irwin and Snyder. Irwin was like he was like dude you got
0: this like answer this answer this like he's so free but Snyder's over there like I gotta get this I gotta get this and he ended up on the losing side of it.
1: Yeah it's we could be a, a completely different league by the end of this seeing these more serious teams fade out where it's not fade out, but not getting these wins that you would imagine them getting. Um, I mean, we have teams like founding fathers of very, they take it very serious. Um, I, corruption, they take it very serious. But if you have teams like Paul, Yama and Lon Harris, where it's more relaxed, um, Paul and Tom, Huh? Paul and Tom. Paul and Tom, or um, real, rejects, real rejects. Shazam. Sh- any of those people can take you out, and just by those six names we said, four of them are more fun, relaxed to the two that take it seriously. Mm-hmm. It might be a changing of the thing where people that are taking it so seriously might it might not. You might be not getting the support. From the fans too that you used to be getting yeah and, and i mean as as an athlete in playing playing sports in the past like knowing
0: that that plays into it so much like the like i play I play, I play baseball for a long time and the one thing that i can compare this to at the moment is not just not just like going out there and having fun but when you grip a baseball bat you're always told to leave your hands loose because if not you're going to be too tense and you're going to screw up it's the same thing with this league yeah. right it works for some people and that's, and that's fine. It's worked for Kalinowski, Roca, Dan Merle, Chance Ellison. You know, it worked for Mark Riley. It worked for all these players for so long, right? Um, Kevin Smets, of course. But if you hold on to that bat for too long, that way, your hands are going to start to get tired. And that very well may be the case this year where some players are coming in with their hands loose and they're just ready to take the belts from these people. Yeah. And that's why I'm so flipping excited to see what happens in 2020. I know. Because it's not... Right? Like, Bateman was last year. Paulo, Paulo Yama was last year. Kevin Smets was last year. But they were always kind of there. Right? They are always kind of, like, nipping at the heels. Changer can come out of nowhere. You know, Final Exam can come out of nowhere. You can have a singles player that we have no idea who... We don't even know anybody at this point. Could come out of nowhere to take that belt from Dan Merle. We don't know. And so it's very exciting because you have all these new names, these new identities, these new teams, these new managers that are playing into this game... And it just feels fun and fresh, and it's exciting to see, and we're enjoying it. And um, Chanju is at the base of that with a lot of other players, but I think that it's uh, it's something that's very exciting for the league, for yeah,
1: sure. Yeah, absolutely, couldn't agree more with you. Cool. Um, all right, any last thoughts on Chanju versus Brandon Hannah? No, I, I'm. It's funny because I can't believe that was our first Inner match. Like I, know. I feel, feel like we've done a bunch of them, but and,
0: and poor. Well, we were supposed to have one at the end of the year. Of um, poor Brandon Hannah, though. Uh, Two straight matches where he's had the five-point Star Wars question that's just stumped him. Two very hard questions. Against Chandru. Yes. And so uh, I have no doubt that he'll be back. Um, he's a he's a great Intergeekdom player. Um, and so I definitely think we'll see him again. But for the match reactions, that is it, guys. Um, and so we covered, just a quick recap, we covered the throwdown of the family versus Team Corruption, final exam versus the experiment, Ethan Irwin versus Jeff Snyder, and Chandru versus Brandon Hanna. And for now, we're going to go on to our league update, which includes our points and kind of how the league has shaken up uh, since those matches and since we have been last on the show. And I will hand that over to my co-host where he will break down the points for you. What do we got, Brian?
1: Okay. So this is kind of spoilery because we are going... Yes, again. Yes, you are correct. So um, if you don't want to know who wins the Shandrew and Brandon Hanna match, I would suggest not listening to this part either. Because uh, we are going to put the updated points into the standings. Uh, so, again, spoiler starting now. Um, at first place, we have a Finstock Exchange. They're sitting at the top with 11 points. No surprise. Um, yeah, I mean... It, <laughs> they've also had the most matches. Yeah, they've had the most matches. They, Yeah, I mean, they had a freaking championship match where...
0: They have two more matches than anybody and yeah. four more than the person in third.
1: Exactly. Um we have a two-way tie currently because of the uh Shandru match uh between the Den and Swag uh both at 7 points. Again, uh that is because of Shandru uh winning his match and getting that TKO gave him them the extra points. Uh we have a two-way tie for fourth place between the Rockstars and the Burning Drugs uh both at 4 points. Uh, then we go down to sixth place, which is the Corky Mercs at, uh, with three points. I need to see more of them. Yeah, I know. They're who, right? I,
0: they're who I chose to ride and die with this year, man. Yeah. I got to see more of them. Um, you
1: have to watch Koi's stuff. He's he's quarantined, him, yeah. he quarantined himself and yeah. the poor guy's going nuts. Um, seventh place is the Usual Suspects with two points. Uh, eighth place is Corruption with two points as well. Uh, but they are in 8th place because they have played an extra match. And ninth place, uh, rounding out the standings, is the dungeon uh, with 0 points, even though they have had 2 matches. So, uh, yeah. What are their 2 matches? Off oh, the top God, of my head. on the spot. Uh, I know, I'm trying to think. Of what,
0: what are their 2 matches? I know that one of them was... Um, Oh, it's uh, it was the teams match, right, with Video Drew. Yes. And Rick Hong. But what was the other
1: one? Um, we have. I'm trying to find my. My little oh. chart. Um, it was. I'm trying to see. Uh, it was. Uh, Adam Wit, and Sullivan. The Star Wars match. Star That's Wars. what it
0: was. You are correct. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, look. Um. Yeah, it, it's it's still very early. Um, very really, and you know, that's, that's, it may look unfair when you look at the points and what they look like as far as standings go, but we can use the swag as an example right now. They had uh, they had two matches before the Chandru match, and because of Chandru, because he not only won, and and a win in Intergeek Team and Star Wars is two points. But a TKO is also the same amount of points. Yep. He got four points for the faction. Yeah. And they went up from fifth to tie for second. Yeah. And so they can instantly change, especially in these Inner Geek Game and Star Wars divisions, which is why they're so heavily important in this league. Yes, you're gonna get points in the in the teams. Yes, the singles is like it's the the mainstay of the league. It's the it's the division of the league. But the points are gonna come from these two divisions, which is why they're so important. Yeah. And so um change your picking up those points for swag is huge because matches are a dime a dozen and they're going to be very hard to get around because there's there's
1: nine factions well nine factions. not only that is the tkos yes are what are going to probably make or break your points because mm-hmm. those are extra points that if you're it's double for
0: everything yeah no matter you, what point system it is if
1: your team's not getting matches at that point those extra points are going to put you in a higher position to win. Yep. Now we, these teams that have not been winning as much probably don't need to be worried just yet. You're seeing a lot of the managers going, it's a long season. Uh, Shannon Barney says it every time they've played uh, four matches and only won one of them. She did. They, have they have a long season. They're not worried. People are not worried just yet. Um, I mean, like we said, we just got our first inner geekdom match. Mm-hmm. So to already be worried, it's a little too early.
0: We have one Star Wars and
1: one inner geekdom. Yeah, so I mean and a TKO win can put you right back into it. Like you said, Swag was sitting here at five and at fifth place with three points because of Shandrew's match alone jumped them to tie it in second place with seven. So I mean Unless you're the Finstock Exchange, who's pretty much just chilling right now, but probably we're not going to see as much this month. You don't. I mean, you shouldn't be really worried right now, unless your team looks like poopoo. And they, they
0: all come in doses. They, exactly. All the factions matches are going to come in doses, and whether or not that's how the schedule works out, I'm not sure. But we're going to see more of the dungeon, right? They only have one match. We're going to see a buttload of them more. Yeah. Um. Or two matches, excuse me. And so I I think that for now, being so early, even though it's March, it's still very early on. Um, It does suck that everything going on in the world is kind of going to adjust things as far as tapings and um, live events for now. But hopefully we'll be able to get back on track for now. But I think that uh, it's shaping up to be very fun because it has switched around quite a bit since this has started um and since everybody's got a match because those first two weeks or whatever it was only like a couple of them had matches but as soon as everybody started getting matches this thing started switching left and right and it's so fun to see what's happening on a weekly basis and uh it's very fun to talk about
1: yeah well and i just thought of while you were talking about it i mean we started this swag is at fifth place Mm -hmm. right now they're doing two matches this week Mm -hmm. shandrew and the paul yama versus uh finstock exchange They could be in first place, or at least tied for first place by the end of this week, for all we know, depending on how it works out. Because if he take If he he KOs. KOs, Only if he KOs, yeah. If he KOs Roka, Finstock Exchange is no longer top dog. Yeah. And at
0: at this point, every other faction has to team up and take them down anyway. Exactly. So,
1: I mean, like, one week can change the whole standings completely so that's why people like the dungeon who haven't really they've only played two matches yeah so i mean it's not you're not really needing to worry yet but again you've got other ones where it's rock stars have only played three and they're in third place so it's just literally it's too early to judge at this point but it does make it more interesting knowing that one week someone can jump from the middle to the top 100 percent agree so yeah Cool. All right, guys. Well, that is this week's A Certain
0: Point of View. Um, we thank you for joining us, as always. Uh, that is Brian. I am Jake. You guys can find us on Twitter, uh, at SchmodownPOV, on Facebook, of course. Uh, we're up in all the, the group chats. Uh, we're posting all the stuff in the group pages um, on YouTube, as always. And the show lives on audio, as well. So Anchor, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, Spotify. Just search uh, a, a Certain Point of View or Schmodown Certain Point of View, and it should pop up. Um, you can probably... Uh, you know, search our names as well. A um, little bit of plug, too. Make sure you guys check out our reactions. We're doing reactions to every match. Again, the Chandrew and Brandon Hanna one won't, won't be up until it goes public, which I believe is on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then we will have one probably on Saturday morning or either Monday for the uh Polyama versus John Roca one. And that leads into Saturday for us, if the free-for-all does, in fact, happen, if they were able to lock it down, if the world kind of... Leaves us space for the down. Um, Make sure you guys join us on this YouTube channel on Saturday for the free-for-all. We're going to be doing a hangout. We're going to pop the camera up. We're probably going to order a pizza, sit down, watch the free-for-all. We'd love for you guys to comment, join in, watch it with us. We'd love to hang out. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll make sure to post it on Twitter and all that good stuff as well. We so. also
1: will have Oyama and Roka. Uh, I just said that. Oh, okay. So. So, I'm excited for that match. Let's <laughs> keep playing in my head. But yeah, so uh, I'll also say, make sure you guys
0: check out if you have not watched it already. Uh, two weeks ago, we interviewed Sean Sullivan on our show and it was a great conversation that doubled our runtime. It was awesome. <laughs> um, it was such a fun conversation.
1: Got some really cool behind the scenes bits from him as well. Uh, but yeah, so Brian, any last thoughts before we got here, man? No, I'm excited because for the longest time I was thinking Finstock Exchange, it's like, it's almost not, not fair. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But just seeing, like, how quickly things can change kind of, like, re-hyped re uh, me up. I'm and blurry. I'm, oh, you're fine. I'm blurry. No one's here to see him anyways. I'm blurry. But, but yeah, we're, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm blurry. <We're> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So there it is. A certain point of view
0: for this week. Thank you guys for joining us again. Brian, Jake, uh, and we'll see you guys next week.